Sweet Bricket said, O mother, O wife of the son of the sister of Lord Krishna. At that moment, the great sage Narada quickly went to Dwarka. entered the palace and saw in the distance the exalted leaders of the Yadu dynasty. He repeatedly fell down like a stick to offer respectful obeisances. Narada saw the members of the Yadu dynasty comfortably sitting in their own seats in the Sudharma assembly house. They wore garlands of parijata flowers. They were very richly ornamented with the handsomeness of their bodily forms. They were entertained by splendid and festive music and dance, and were glorified by poets with wonderful words. They were very charming, and the splendor of their forms eclipsed the sun. They were wonderfully decorated with very many kinds of splendid ornaments. Everyone, even the very old, was in the prime of youth. For them, the greatest happiness was to always drink the nectar of Lord Krishna's lotus face. Surrounding Maharaj Ugrasena, they respectfully waited for the arrival of Lord Krishna Dev. Countless millions of Yadus waited, eagerly talking about Lord Krishna, and their hearts and eyes fixed on the path coming from Lord Krishna's residential quarters. Becoming aware of Narada's presence, the Yadavas hastily ran to him, lifted him up, and at once led him by the hand into the assembly hall. He was offered a great and splendid throne but he would not sit on it. By his own wish, he sat on the floor. Everyone at once sat around him. When they brought paraphernalia to worship him, Narada, the humble leader of the divine sages, bowed down before them with folded hands, stood up and addressed them. O great souls, who have obtained the mercy of Lord Krishna's lotus feet, please be kind to me and allow me to wander through this universe always singing your glories. Ha ha, the Yadu dynasty is the most glorious. The Yadus are more glorious than the residents of Vaikuntha. By the mercy of the Yadus, this world of men has become more glorious than Vaikuntha. O oh, earth, now your life is a grand success. For now the Yadus have taken birth, reside, and enjoy pastimes on your surface. Now the Supreme Personality of Godhead resides on your surface in the homes of the Yadus and enjoys with them many unprecedented transcendental pastimes. By placing himself before the eyes of the Yadavas, by conversing with them, touching them, following them, sitting with them, eating with them, sleeping with them, arranging for marriages between their families, and in many other ways, Lord Krishna bound the Yadavas with unbreakable bounds of intense love, stronger than the love they bore for their own selves. In this way he broke their desire for impersonal liberation or residence in the celestial material planets and greatly increased their pure devotion to him. By enjoying transcendental pastimes in their company, Lord Krishna, who has now forgotten Vaikuntaloka, gives to the Yadus an indescribable and intense transcendental pleasure that is newer and newer at every moment. 
even though engaged in sleeping, sitting, walking, talking, playing, bathing, eating, and a host of other activities. They are so absorbed in love for Lord Krishna, they cannot remember anything except Him. O great King Ugrasena, who is able to describe the wonderful glory of your great good fortune? Oh, it is very wonderful. It is a great jewel mine of wonders. The Supreme Personality of Godhead allows Himself to be controlled by the love of His devotees. O King of the Yadus, when you are seated on the throne, Lord Krishna stands before you like a servant and respectfully says, O my Lord, please be kind to me. And I am your servant, please order me. For this reason, I offer my respectful obeisances unto you again and again. For this reason, I offer my respectful obeisances to all your relatives, friends, servants, and anyone connected with you. Sri Parikat said, Then all the Yadus, who are great devotees of Lord Krishna, the deity of the Brahmins, bowed down before the great sage Narada, touched his feet, and said, Even our master, the great Lord Krishna, worships you. O oh Lord, why do you bow down like a lowly person to offer respects to us, who are so lowly and unimportant? O oh, eloquent orator, who has defeated even Lord Brahma. It is only because of the great power of Lord Krishna, the king of the Yadus, that what you have said about us is not untrue. With the slightest scent of Lord Krishna's association, what person will not attain perfection? Lord Krishna is a jewel mine of great mercy. He is the best friend of everyone. He is an ocean of transcendental glory. Remembering him, grants all the goals of one's life. He is the only shelter of the poor and shelterless. To the humble and low, he gives a benediction far more valuable than material piety, economic development, sense gratification, or liberation. However, among us, the fortunate Uddhava is the real object of Lord Krishna's great mercy. Uddhava is Lord Krishna's counselor, disciple, servant, and very dear friend. The Lord sometimes leaves us and goes traveling. Not noticing our suffering, He goes away. We do not know when or where He will go again. Uddhava, however, always stays with Him and serves Him. Sometimes the Lord sends Uddhava to go accomplish something that should actually be done by the Lord Himself. Uddhava is going to deliver Samba, is an example of such a mission. When the Lord enjoys the pastime of taking his meals, Uddhava stays nearby. Uddhava regularly obtains the Maha Prashad remnants of Lord Krishna's meals. Uddhava happily massages the Lord's lotus feet. Uddhava enters the happiness of sleep with the Lord's feet pressed against his chest. Sometimes Uddhava accompanies the Lord in his confidential pastimes. In the government assembly hall, Uddhava is the prime minister who speaks many jewels of good counsel to the Lord. By repeating Lord Krishna's many wonderful joking words and charming words of praise, Uddhava delights us and fulfills all our desires. Is it possible to describe his great good fortune? Since childhood, he has always been wrapped 
in the service of the Lord's lotus feet. For this reason, a host of ignorant fools proclaim him a madman. Because he has attained the wonderful glory of always intensely desiring Lord Krishna's lotus feet, Uddhava has now abandoned his human material form and attained a transcendental form resembling that of Lord Krishna. Uddhava is more handsome than Pradumna and also more dear to Lord Krishna. Always wearing yellow silk garments, jeweled shark-shaped earrings, garlands of forest flowers, and necklaces of jewels that had all been worn at one time by Lord Krishna. Uddhava delights us by bewildering us into thinking that instead of him, we are actually seeing before us Lord Krishna, whose handsome splendor attracts the hearts of his devotees. Sri Parikat said, when he heard these words describing Uddhava's transcendental good fortune, Narada Muni became very eager to go to Uddhava's home. Overwhelmed with wonderful, ecstatic love for Lord Krishna, and already knowing the way, Narada began to walk on the path to Uddhava's place, when Maharaj Ugrasena, the king of the Yadus, spoke. My Lord, please hear something for a moment. Without the Lord's express command, Uddhava never leaves Lord Krishna's company. I cannot associate with him whenever I wish. The temporary maintenance of the kingdom robs me of that great attainment. I am happy to execute his order, but still I am cheated by the false respect he offers me. Uddhava, however, is very happy. Because he has the good fortune always to serve at the Lord's side, he is never cheated by Lord Krishna. Please go there at once and give my message to Uddhava. Tell him, the time for the Lord's arrival has already passed. Please bring the Lord. Please give the royal assembly its Lord. 